0: What is up my friend? Welcome back to another episode of the Kind Mind Project. If I have not had the honor of meeting you personally before, my name is Emily and I am so damn thankful that you're here today because I have people ask me a lot like, "Emily, I'm feeling blank emotion. What do I do? I'm feeling blank. What do I do? Like, how do I I change it? How do I get more comfortable?" And the first thing I'll tell you is one, there are no Negative emotions. There are just human ones, right? It is part of the human experience to be angry, to be anxious, to be upset, to be hurt, to be happy, to be surprised, all of the things, right? That's part of the human experience. So I want to kick off today's episode with the understanding that none of these things that we're about to talk about are negative or wrong or make you a bad person or mean that something is wrong with you, right? But these are things that when we feel them for a really long time, it gets uncomfortable. How can we cope with them? I don't know about you, but I don't want to sit there anxious all day. I want to do something about it. And that looks different for everything that we experience. I think sometimes we feel a certain emotion and we pair it with a certain activity or effort to get us out of that space, when really we should probably be pairing it with something else. Because let me ask you this, how many times have you felt a little down or a little sad and you have plopped on the couch until it goes away? right? Or how many times have you been super angry And you have bottled it up, held it in, like tried to control it and it wasn't super helpful. Right. What about things that you do when you are particularly anxious or when you're tired, right? Or when you're feeling lazy or burnt out, what do we do with those feelings to actually be productive and get us where we want to go? I hope that you hear before we jump into this today how we can combat the emotion with action i hope that you hear first and foremost that it is okay to sit in the feels sometimes it is okay to sit and process and feel and be uncomfortable that's all right i've talked about this event that i went to um, a couple months ago now geez uh many a time And one of the biggest things that I carried away with me was when a beautiful speaker, Tracy O'Malley, go check her out. She's incredible. Um, She focuses specifically on the Enneagram, but talking in her keynote, she saw someone in the audience that's listening to her speak. And this woman is crying, like bawling, like she is reaching a moment where it's it's a really big breakthrough for her. And the woman next to her starts to comfort her. And Tracy says, nope. Let her sit there. Let her sit there. Let her feel it. Let her experience it. Because you're not always going to be there to, to be the person to get her out of it right? or to comfort her. She needs to learn how to do that herself. And so before we even jump into this today, I hope that you hear me when I say that it's OK to sit in your feels. It's okay, but it's also your job, not anyone else's, your job to alter that emotional state if you're wanting it to change. So feel the feels, do what you need to do, process the shit, right? And then get to action. So I've chosen a couple of the sort of heavy hitters that I experience and that I have a feeling you experience when it comes to big emotions. And I've paired them with certain actions that I, either in my experience or what I feel, would really assist us in addressing that emotional state. And you'll notice that it is the opposite of what we would want to do. When we would want to just plop on the couch or take a nap or get in bed, right? When we would want to bottle it up and not say anything and not have it go anywhere, right? So... First of all, I have a feeling that we might have this in common, which is why I have chosen it as one of our first emotions that we talk about today. And that is overthinking. Overthinking. Your brain is going a mile a minute. You are analyzing every single situation and scenario and possible outcome to the point where it is not helpful for you. Now, what we could do here, what I have tried to do here, and maybe you have too, is, okay, I'm just going to think about nothing. I'm going to force myself to think about nothing and, and just be, right? I don't know about you, but in my experience, this has not been super helpful <laughs> because what happens? Well, I, I am, of course, still thinking about the thing. You know, when someone tells you not to think about a purple elephant, you're like, oh, thinking about a purple elephant now. Like it is the same thing. When we're telling ourselves, oh my gosh, you're overthinking, just stop thinking about it, just leave it alone. We're going to want to think about it more. And not only that, it's really hard to think about nothing. It's really hard to just think about nothing. So what can we do instead? When I look at the emotion itself or the experience itself of overthinking, I'm like, okay, what is my body trying to do what are my thoughts trying to do right when we're overthinking we are trying to process all of the things we're trying to get the thoughts out somewhere and that tells me they need a space to go I can try to ignore them I can try to bottle them down I can try to make them quiet but they're there and I can't ignore them so we're gonna have to do something with them so the action that I've paired with this is writing Maybe you are a journaler, maybe you take out your notepad on your phone, and you just put all of the thoughts down. Maybe you're the kind of person that talks out loud, says all of the things out loud that are flowing through your brain, and you know that some of them are ridiculous, you know that some of them are are over the top, right? We're overthinking, but those thoughts need somewhere to go. They need something to do. So we're going to have to put them to action rather than trying to bottle them down. Personally, I sometimes use this space, this, this space of recording a podcast to get all of the overthinking and all of the thoughts out into the world without having anyone hear them, right? Or I'm not blabbing to my friend on the phone. I'm processing on my own, myself. I'm doing it myself. Hey honeyhead, guess what? Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. I personally have loved using buzzsprout as my podcasting platform and what they are doing for our kind mind listeners is if you start with buzzsprout today they are going to offer you a $20 amazon gift card how cool is that so not only are you going to have a platform for podcasting that i promise you you'll fall in love with but $20 in the bank that you didn't have before so go check out the link in the show notes and get started with buzzsprout today And that is not to say that we don't want to use other people for support, right? But every time I overthink, I know that it's ridiculous to some extent, right? And I guess I shouldn't say ridiculous, but it is overthinking, right? I'm not being super logical. I'm feeling a lot of things. And I know for someone on the other end, they wouldn't really know how to help me. (laughs) And that's okay. They don't have to. It's not their job. But it is my job to get it out. It is my job to have it go somewhere. So when I am feeling this overthinking, huge sense of maybe even overwhelm, right? The action that I tend to pair with that usually when I'm intentional about it is writing. Writing or speaking or journaling or in the notepad of my phone, whatever it is getting it out there. Every single thought that you experience, fine, put it down. Have it go somewhere. Because if we try to ignore it, it's just gonna come back. It's just gonna come back. Okay, so overthinking, first of all, what are we gonna do? We're gonna write. We're gonna get it out somewhere. What about when we're feeling really freaking anxious? When we are so worried about the things that I did in the past, all the ways that I screwed up, or worrying about the future and all of the things that could go wrong. I'm really worried about a a particular experience I'm going to have or a person I'm going to interact with, right? Something that's coming up in the future. I am so damn anxious about it. And what do I want to do? Again, for me, my gut reaction is like, Emily, ignore it. Or prepare in every way possible. What are all the ways that you can prepare? But really, what my body is needing, for me, I'm in a state of being in the past or being in the future, right? I'm not in the here and now. So for me, the action that I have paired with this is some form of meditation. Now, I, yes, I am the wooey kind of person that sometimes needs a good old guided meditation to get her back to the present moment. I am. But that might not be it for you. And that's Okay. Let's find a way where when you are feeling super anxious, super worried about whatever's coming up or whatever could go wrong, right? Whatever that is, whatever we're worried about, odds are it's probably about the future or something that's happened in the past. So how can we get you back to the present? What is going to make it? What action is going to make you intentional and focused on the present moment? Because yeah, you could sit there and worry about the future, You could let your anxiety win and worry about the future, but you're not in the future yet. You're in the present. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to blink my life away. If I'm not in the present, I'm not experiencing it. So maybe it's not meditation for you. Maybe it is being out in nature or going for a walk with your dog or doing something that requires you to be in the present moment. That's going to mean that you're going to have to get rid of all distractions, you're going to have to put that phone down, you're going to have to get that technology out of the way. But what does meditation look like for you? I feel like sometimes people are afraid of that word. When I say meditate, I truly what I mean is being mindful. Being mindful of the present moment. And as you know, I work with teenagers that are are struggling with suicidal thoughts, right? And a lot of times I Explain mindfulness to them as being aware in the present moment without judgment. Being aware of the present moment without judgment. I don't know about you, but my anxiety is super judgy. Super judgy. That without judgment piece, whatever activity it is that you decide to do to be mindful or quote unquote meditate Let's make sure we're doing it without judgment. Let's get away from the past and and the future and get to the present when we're feeling anxious. Now, when we are feeling super sad, maybe we're someone that struggles with depression. Maybe we're just having a day where we just feel really down. We just feel really down. I'm not going to lie. My gut reaction to this is to crawl in bed some days, or to shut out the world some days and wallow in it. I'll admit that. Sometimes I do. But I also know that that doesn't help me. Waiting for the feeling to go away has not been super successful, at least for me anyway. Maybe it has for you. If so, teach me your ways. But for me, when I'm feeling super down, I need to get going. When I'm feeling sad or down, my body needs the opposite. It needs to be activated, right? So maybe that is me doing some exercise. Or it can be as simple as, again, going for a walk with my dog. Or getting out and going somewhere. Even just getting out of the house. Or, or going and doing something active. Something that requires me to be physically moving. Because I don't know about you, but when I'm sad or down or depressed, whatever the hell you want to call it, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to move. I don't want to talk. I just want to sit there and be a vegetable for a second. And we know that that's not going to change that emotion. It's going to perpetuate it. So feelings of sadness or depression or being down, whatever you want to call it, let's get you active. Let's get you moving in some way. And I'm not saying go do a big freaking hit workout. No, it doesn't have to be all that but let's get you moving. But then you probably might say, well, Emily, what about when I'm stressed? What about when I'm feeling super stressed and I have so much on my plate and I'm overwhelmed, right? This one is harder for me. I think one of the things that I've found, and you tell me if you find something different when it comes to an action that you engage in when you're stressed, for me, I found just walking in general. And that sounds silly, but when I'm stressed, I need to feel like I'm going somewhere. I need to feel like I'm getting something done and not in a productivity kind of way, but like a movement kind of way. Right, when I'm stressed, I need to walk. I need to walk it out. I do that at work sometimes. If I'm feeling stressed one day, I might go down to the cafeteria just for the walk. I might walk across the street to Starbucks just for the walk. Right? So getting myself moving when I'm feeling similar things like anxiety, right? But in a different way, I need to feel kind of productive. I need to feel like I am in movement. Right? It might be something different for you, but personally that's that's been my experience with stress and what's been helpful for me. Now, what about when I'm feeling really pissed off? When I am just angry? I'll be honest with you, anger is something that I don't experience too too often, but when I do, I'm not going to lie to you. It's big. It's big. And one of the best ways, that for me, again, personal preference, that I have found in combating some of that anger really is music. I, if you know me personally or have listened to the podcast before, you know I am a big musical theater nerd. The world of musical theater loves to give you songs that you can get your anger out. Maybe for you, it is going for a drive and belting at the top of your lungs like me. Or maybe it's something else. Maybe it's just listening to music in your headphones as loud as you can, right? Something that is able to make my body feel like it's doing something big while maintaining my safety, maintaining my respect for others. I'm not lashing out at people, right? Sometimes I want to. I want to. Or, My gut says, nope, you got to bottle it up. You got to keep it there. But I still have that lingering anger. Again, this is one of those situations where we have to put it somewhere. It's got to go somewhere. So whether that is big, loud music, or maybe this is also, maybe you're like a punching bag kind of person that you need to physically get it out somewhere. But it's got to go somewhere. Give it a space to go. And I'm curious. I want to know what other big emotions you feel like you experience and also how you're combating them. And I guess combating isn't even the right word, right? But managing them, changing them when we want to, when we feel ready to, and also processing them when we when we know we need that too. This is just a handful, right? But I, I feel like I hear people ask me a lot in both in My day job and in my DMs sometimes. Hey, how do I manage this big emotion? Because right now I'm relying on other people. And that's okay, right? I I want to make that known again. That's okay. I want you to have supportive people in your life, but I also want you to feel like you can manage them on your own. I want you to feel like you have power over your emotions and what you experience, and you feel in control. As humans, we want to be in control, right? That means we feel safer. And although these big emotions don't feel entirely safe, I do want you to have the confidence in knowing that you are able to not only sit in them and truly feel them, but also change them when you're uncomfortable. Change them when it's getting to the point where like, oh, this overwhelm is too much, Yes, I can sit in my anxiety, but this is where I need to, to make the change. This is where I need to feel something different. So no, I am not asking you to run away from every uncomfortable emotion in the world. No, I truly believe that as a human, you should feel them. However, I also want you to feel powerful in your ability to alter your emotions on your own. In the DBT world, we call this distress tolerance and emotion regulation, right? How can you sit in your emotions? How can you tolerate distress and regulate your emotions? How can you change them, right, to something more neutral or something more comfortable? I want you to have that power. So I want to ask you again, what are some of the big emotions that you experience or or that get in the way of your mental headspace, right? And how are you learning to manage them in a productive way? How are you learning to regulate them in a way that feels good? That feels like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I can manage this or I can tolerate this, right? I want you to shoot me a DM right now and let me know what that is because my human experience is not the only human experience, Right. And I think that with this collaboration, you and I together, we'll be able to help more people find what their action steps are. That is what we're doing after all. Right. Like this is a project we're working on together. So shoot me a DM right now and let me know because I want to help you better. Also, if you have particular topics of the kind mind project that you are like, man, I really need to hear about this. Shoot me a DM and let me know, too, because I want to make sure that I'm giving you what you need. I'm speaking the language that you need me to speak in, All right? This is for you, made for you. So go on out there, kick some butt today, and ship me a DM. I'd love to chat with you personally. All right, stay kind, my friend. I love you so much. Dude, thank you so much for including the kind mind and this freaking weirdo in your growth journey. If you connected with today's episode, I would love to hear about it. So slide on over into my Instagram DMs at Emily and the kind mind and let a girl know. Okay. But until then, I will talk to you very soon. I love you so much and you stay kind to that freaking mind.